You're listening to Simply the Best Sports Take, the best podcast breaking down the best stuff in sports with host Sean Bingham. His takes are so good, he dropped the mic, but then you wouldn't be able to hear him, and that would suck. Welcome into Simply the Best Sports Podcast. I am your host, Sean Bingham, and today we're talking more NBA. You know, it's NBA season. I love I love basketball. I love the NBA. So let's dive into it. Big game last night that I was looking forward to, which was Paul George's return to Indiana. He got booed. In fact, I saw on Instagram there were people wearing his Indiana jersey that were booing him, which I thought was pretty hilarious. But um, the Thunder get the win. The huge asterisk that goes next to that win is that the OK3, Paul George, Carmelo Anthony, and of course, Russell Westbrook, combined to shoot 10 of 45. 10 of 45. That's 22%. Why are these guys so bad? Having other stars on your team is supposed to make your offensive game easier. It's supposed to open things up for you offensively. Look what happens in Golden State when they've got KD, Steph, Clay. They all shoot a higher percentage. When the other guys are on the floor, it opens things up for you. Look at what happened with Kyrie and LeBron and Kevin Love. Their, their field goal percentages went up. Same thing when, when LeBron went to the Heat with D. Wade and Chris Bosh. It goes up because now there's multiple threats. It's the same thing in football. If you've got two stud receivers, it makes it easier for them to get their catches. Why? Because you can't double-team them because there's another threat on the floor. So why are these guys shooting so poorly? I'll tell you why. They're playing selfish ISO basketball. One-on-one, everyone stand and watch one guy take his turn. Make sure everybody gets his. And there's there's no movement without the ball. And to me, this is is more on Billy Donovan. Billy Donovan has got to get these guys together. Because I'll tell you what, Oklahoma City, they're going to lose Paul George. They've got a shot to keep him. I think everybody already feels it's a it's a small chance. But it's like he's on loan right now, and they're not even trying to incorporate a real offense. They're just saying, oh, you know, Carmelo Anthony, he needs at least 15, 20 shots a game. Okay, give him the ball this time. And Oh, Russell Westbrook needs his 15 or 20. Give him the ball this time. And oh, Paul George needs his 15 or 20. Give him the ball this time. And there's no real offense. There's no real plays. There's no real motion or movement without the ball. And I'm telling you, with this really pretty pathetic record they've got reached at this point in the season being under 500 I don't see them keeping Paul George but if they can figure it out if Billy Donovan can coach them into an offense where they look I mean they've got the talent they should be able to look like a team similar to a Golden State just move the ball guys be a little more unselfish you're still going to get your 20 points in fact you'll probably score more because you're going to shoot a higher percentage because you're going to be put in easier situations to succeed whereas right now it's just ISO garbage ball so they get the win last night, but those guys go 10 of 45. 10 of 45, that's 22%. Mello was, was 4 of 14. Paul George was 3 of 14. And Russell Westbrook was 3 of 17. But all I saw on Twitter and Instagram was that he got a triple-double, which he did. He had 17 rebounds, 12 assists, and a whopping 10 points. 3 of 17 shooting. I mean, come on. There is, there's a real problem going on in Oklahoma City, and I've been in their corner, and they're making me look foolish at this point. They're making me look very, very foolish because they're not playing like a big three has ever played before. I mean, I go back and think of Ray Allen 
and Paul Pierce and Kevin Garnett. They played like a team. They looked like a team. They won like a team. They won a title. I think of the teams in Miami with LeBron, D. Wade, and Bosh. Same thing. Finals every year, won two out of four. Same thing in the, with the new big three in Cleveland. LeBron, Kyrie, Kevin Love. Went to the finals every year, won a championship. You had the big three uh, in Golden State. Clay, Steph, and Draymond. Played like a team, looked like a team, won like a team. Won 73 games, won a championship. Went to, the, to, went to another finals. Add KD. Now it's the big four. Boom, they're still rolling. Um, win a championship, they'll likely win another one this year. I can't think of a big three that's been this bad. I don't know what they're doing over there in Oklahoma City, and, and a lot of it has to fall on the head coach. It has to fall on Billy Donovan. You're in charge. Yes, you have stars, but you are the boss. You are the coach. Call the plays. Figure out the rotation. If Melo needs to come off the bench, then get him on the bench. I don't know that that's the answer, but the ball has to move better. The the players have got to be moving without the ball better. There's just zero fluidity to their offense right now, and that's why they're struggling, which is really, really sad because they've got the talent. And they've won five out of their last seven, so they're feeling good, but it's no thanks to those three. It's, it's really despite those three, and it's thanks to Steven Adams. Steven Adams is averaging 19 and 10, 19 points, 10 rebounds over the last seven games, shooting 71% from the field. So while his big three getting all the accolades, all the the you know stardom and and all the shots and all the money, while they're shooting league worsts, you know for those that take at least fifteen shots, they're ranking dead last, second to dead last, and fourth to dead last respectively. He's shooting seventy one percent and helping them actually win games. So they've got to get more efficient in OKC. They've they've got to really dig deep and humble themselves and be unselfish and just play like a team because in the end, it makes you better. They're going to average more points if they can raise their field goal percentage by like 6 or 7% each. They do that. The shots are still going to be there. They're just going to be easier shots. They're going to be better shots. But they're not playing that way. They're playing way too much one-on-one. That was the big fear everybody had uh, with Melo coming in. And they're, they're making me look foolish because I have said that I think they'll go to the Western Conference Finals. That's because I thought that Russell Westbrook would be determined to prove that he can be a good teammate uh, with, you know, with another superstar. And I looked at how good they were last year with nobody else to help him out, really. They made the playoffs. And I thought, oh, man, you add Paul George and Carmelo Anthony to a guy who's got a chip on his shoulder to prove that he can be a good teammate, that he can win at a high level. They're going to be really good. Paul George finally in a position where he's not shouldering the load entirely himself. <clears throat> he's going to be stoked to go out there and try and win. Carmelo Anthony, later, late in his career, joining a team with other superstars where he doesn't have to shoulder the load. And he's already seen guys win championships that he's really close friends with that came into the league the same year as him. He's going to want to get one done. He knows that the, his window of opportunity is closing. It just felt like this should work to me. It felt like it should work. And it hasn't yet. And it's made me look foolish. And I'm pretty bugged about it because you hate to see talent like that go to waste. And I'm telling you, the the Thunder are going to lose Paul George unless they can turn this around and make a pretty deep playoff run. They'll need to they'll need to reach at least the second round to even have a slight chance at keeping him, in my opinion. Otherwise, there's no point. Just bounce to L.A. where you want to be. You're still young, and there's young stars over there that are starting to get good. You'll make the playoffs next year with them. You'll be the man living where you want to live. But... 
if you think you have a chance at a championship in Oklahoma City, then you'll stay in Oklahoma City. And I think they should be that type of team. They have that type of talent. It's going to take the right mentality and the right coach to get it to all gel together. And so far, uh, they're failing. So, sure, they won last night, but I was unimpressed. And uh, I'm officially on the worry part of the bandwagon for the Oklahoma City Thunder. By the way, um, Victor Oladipo also did not play very well last night. He was 9 of 26 from the field, 1 of 9 from 3. 19 points, 6 assists, 5 rebounds, 4 turnovers. Paul George has had more turnovers than field goals in the last like 4 games combined. Last night was no different. He had 3 field goals to go with 4 turnovers. He was a minus 3. Mello was a plus 1. Uh, Westbrook was a plus 2. And again, they won by 5. So... All of these guys, the team was better without them on the floor. And I look at the bench. Ferguson was a plus nine. Every single bench guy for the Thunder had a plus on the plus-minus side of things, whereas everyone on the bench for the Pacers had a minus on the plus-minus. So it's really not the starters that are even getting it done. Uh, speaking of plus-minus, and we'll move on now from, from the Thunder to another team in the West that I talk about a lot, the Houston Rockets. And I'm still selling I'm still selling on them. I don't think they've got what it takes to win a championship. Now, should they add LeBron James next year? Maybe, but then I think you're going to have a real struggle with who's going to hold on to that ball. And the problem that's happening in Oklahoma City is the problem I thought would happen in Houston. So far, it's not. I think they'll win a ton of games. I uh, Just come playoff time, they just for whatever reason, they're just not a team that I would fear, uh, especially if I'm the Warriors. I just wouldn't be, I would not fear them at all. Um, but they got the win last night. That's 11 straight with Chris Paul. Now, here's the interesting thing that I was getting at with the plus-minus talk. The Rockets have their best plus-minus this season when only Chris Paul is on the floor, not James Harden. So not only. They still have four other players, but but no James Harden. <clears throat> their second best plus-minus as a team is when only James Harden is on the floor without Chris Paul. And coming in last place for their plus-minus, is when both Chris Paul and James Harden are on the floor. So what do, you, what, what do we you know, gather from that? What, what I take from that is they actually do struggle to share the ball. They actually do struggle to play together and make it work all together. But the difference is instead of putting in some random backup to play point guard, they're putting in they're, – they're, they're switching like one superstar to another superstar to play point guard. And so when only one of them is on the court, they're going to have a great plus-minus just like they would if the other one wasn't on the team. But then when the other one comes in, he's doing just as well. And that's why they're winning games. And so it's not necessarily that they're playing together so well. It's that they're both on the same team and the rotation seems to be working. So maybe Oklahoma City and Billy Donovan should take a page out of the Mike D'Antoni Houston Rockets book and mix up the rotation a little bit and figure out where to get these guys. Because if they all need to be the man, that's great. Let them all be the man. But let's play them maybe 20 minutes a game altogether is all. And then mix up the other you know, the other two, two at a time type of thing, even one at a time every now and then. I don't know what the answer is, but the answer has got to be the change needs to happen. And the Rockets have won 11 straight since Chris Paul has returned. 11 in a row. That's That's impressive. You know, and Chris Paul's a talent that he's kind of a baby. Um, he's not my favorite player, but 
but he is extremely talented. He's really fun to watch. He's he's a great passer. He's a great shooter. Um, he's a great competitor, which I do uh, respect quite a bit. So I would like to see him <clears throat> at some point in his career make a make a playoff run. This year could be it, but again, I think it would end at the Western Conference Finals, and you know, time will tell. That's all the time I have for today. Um, follow me on Twitter at Sean Bingham. We'll keep doing more NBA talk. We got some good NFL games coming up this weekend, but uh, that's it for today. I'm out. Peace. Thanks for hanging with Simply the Best Sports Take. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast and check out stbsportstake.com. Simply the best in sports. Cuz we are